Uh, well, a lot has been said about SAR High School and SAR in general over the last few days. Rabbi Jonathan Kroll is with us. He's a graduate of YU, Musmach of Reitz, and a founding staff member of SAR High School. He served, and we mentioned this last time he was on, he was six years as head of school down at the Katz Yeshiva High School in Boca and then returned to Riverdale this summer to assume his leadership position at SAR High School, and he is, of course, the uh, principal of SAR High School. Rabbi Jonathan Kroll, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum. Nice to have you on. Um, clarify a couple of things for us. Is every student, faculty member, uh, administrative member of SAR now under quarantine? Uh, yeah, that's true, Nachum. Um, everybody, as of uh, Motsi Shabbos, we had a conference call with the New York State Department of Health, and they um, informed us that everybody up until the um, Tuesday the 17th, we are all supposed to be in quarantine. That's everybody who was in school, um, you know, this past, right, right beforehand. Um, we are all considered to have been exposed to the virus, and therefore everybody's supposed to stay in their homes. So essentially those students in nursery through 12th grade are under quarantine. And- Nurse, yeah, that's right. Nursery students through 12th grades, teachers, staff members, it's probably close to 2,000 people. Unbelievable. And uh, and and just to just so the the friends and neighbors and those who know people at SAR understand what they're going through, many of us, of course, know what quarantine is. Can you describe uh, what is the official policy? What they can or can't do at this point? Well, so I'm gonna I'm I'm going to refer official policy really to State Department of Health. I'll give you the basics. Right. Basically, we are. You're staying in your house, and you're staying, um, you know, not close to people who are who are not in quarantine. In other words, if you have other family members in your home who are not um, in officially in quarantine, you're, you're allowed to be in the home with them. Um, you're not supposed to be in close contact with them, and that's pretty much how we're uh, kind of operating. I happen to be in a good situation where my wife and one of my children is, are not in quarantine, so they're my lifeline to the outside world, but not everybody in the school community is as fortunate. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, Rabbi Kroll is with us from SAR High School. Well, your expertise is with the high schoolers, but we, we will ask you about the younger kids in a minute. But start with the high schoolers. How are they reacting to this? How are they handling it? Um, I, I, I cannot emphasize how shocked and um, incredibly impressed I am by how everybody's handling this. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, when you think about a, you know, a lech kenos, a school Yehudim kind of uh kind of thing going on right now, it's, you'd think it'd be impossible in this kind of setting where everybody's limited in their homes, nobody can gather together. Technology has changed that tremendously. We have been um, meeting with everybody online. We have classes. I mean, we have school today. Uh, school today, teachers are conducting their <laughs> classes through video conferencing. Um, it's kind, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say business as usual, because it's obviously a bit different, but... Um, there's a lot of cl- there's a lot of school going on that's both in the elementary school level and in the high school level. It's it's pretty remarkable. Um, I, I mean, online classes or you know, uh, um, a teacher taking care and uh, and and continuing with their curriculum for the older grades and obviously some of the elementary school grades is understandable. What about the little kids? What about those yeah. who, those who are not used to being so, in some type of formal educational atmosphere? Well, uh, whether we like it or not, um, kids are pretty used to looking at uh, <laughs> iPads and other devices. And so there are a lot of, you know, the younger grades, teachers, are, there's 
that teachers, even in the lower grades, are teaching the students. Everybody in school is being conducted, is having classes conducted online, might be reading books, might be reading stories. It is, um, but there is education going on from the youngest kids up to the oldest kids. I got to tell you, the other thing, when it's not just education, I, 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 was, I was almost in tears the other day when we were able to coordinate. One of our teachers was sitting Shiva, and he's in quarantine. Nobody uh, yeah, yeah. Can, we had we were uh, able to conduct through video conferencing. We had a shiva call. The entire school was visiting, was paying a shiva call to one of our teachers, and it was like a totally like you know beautiful, beautiful kind of thing. Unbelievable! I'll tell you, we don't think those of us who are thank God are not in this situation don't think of all these nuances, all the basic things we take for granted that now one can't do, including just visiting someone on a random basis, whether it's shiva or any other occasion. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people will be going a bit stir crazy, but um, the ability to connect uh, via you know video conferencing really changes things a lot. So it's not unusual for an SAR. I'm I'm using the extreme, but just play along for a second. Yeah, an SAR nursery teacher to be checking in with her students today. It's not unusual. That could happen uh, via via phone, via iPad, yeah. etc. I wouldn't say not. I'd say more than that. It's not just that it's not unusual. It will be happening. That's that's that is what's going on. That's school. Even nursery. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Rabbi Jonathan Kroll's with us. He's principal at SAR High School. Um, with all this that's happening, and I and by the way, we should mention that there are other schools and communities that are going through the same thing. Right? It's not exclusive to SAR. You you do have colleagues in this area that are that are essentially going through the same thing. I would assume, right? Westchester yeah. schools, etc. Yeah. Um, so we should keep them in mind as well. Um, so now we've reached this point, or you as a, as a quarantined community has, and meaning the SAR community has reached this point where now it's Erev Purim. Are you anticipating, um, a, a, a much stronger and more difficult degree of tolerance? Uh, I should say not stronger, but difficult degree of tolerance when it comes to tonight and tomorrow when students are used to really being together with their friends and colleagues during what is, you know, essentially one of the best nights and one of the best days of the year, and that's Purim. Yeah, I, I, do, I do anticipate that it's going to be challenging. Um, I'm kind of looking at, you know, the video conferencing thing again as an opportunity to kind of further solidify the Lech Knosset Kol HaYehud and everybody really being in unity. We had, um, you know, we, we had the other day on the end of Shabbos, we had, we had the great privilege of one of your you know, some I know you're a fan. Mordechai Shapiro gave sure. a little private concert to with us on our video con- on, a, on the uh, video conferencing software, um, and we had like you know we had we had a virtual tish the other day before Shabbos of like hundreds of kids singing and dancing in their own homes through each other, connecting through video conference. We're planning this evening and tomorrow morning as as per I guess Psak has been going around by Rav Schefter. Also mentioned by Kolar Tzchemda that um, people who are quarantined in their homes are going to, you know, follow along the Megillah reading and a class if they have. If they don't, just follow along the text and and to be yotze in this Bidyevid situation, um, listening to a video conference. So we're going to be having one of our one of our administrators is going to. I think uh, the plan is for Rabbi Benny Kraus is going to be um, laning Megillah with a minion, and that's going to be video conferenced um, to everybody in our community so they could be Yotze. I, I kind of think that's going to be you know, uh, something that could be very, very moving and very unifying. So you, I don't mean you specifically, but the student, mm-hmm. the students, everybody will, will say amen to the bracha, will hear a live and see 
a live Megillah reading. And as you described, it may not, may not be the optimal way to do it, but it's the best way under these circumstances to do it. And yeah, boy, that's what we're doing. And boy, oh boy, years ago, of course, that would not be possible. Imagine. It's really remarkable what technology yeah. has done. Yeah, pretty remarkable. Um, and then tomorrow... Look, you know, one of the you know a couple of the really fun aspects of tomorrow is dressing up and and you know going out with friends and family members, siblings, etc., to deliver mishloch manos and to get everyone's reaction to costumes, etc. Do you do you think kids? And I mean this seriously. Do you think kids might dress up and and uh, FaceTime their friends and and you know even though they can't actually make contact with them and or in you know in terms of sharing food items, etc., they'll uh, they'll be able to participate in some way to make Purim Day a little bit more special. I think they I think they will have some of that. We certainly have already had some lobbying from our students to have uh you know, to model ourselves after a Pesach Shani, to have some kind of Purim Shani <laughs> at some point in school once that's, we get back. That's great. What a fantastic yeah. idea, I'll yeah. tell you. Hey, it's the month of Adar. Why not? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. If you can't do it on the 14th of Adar, do it on a different day in Adar. We'll figure it out. It's, yeah. It sounds like there's a tremendously positive attitude. Are the parents... Of those who are quarantined, are they able to cope with this and be as positive as you are, Rabbi? Listen, undoubtedly, parents who are quarantined with younger children, it gets a little bit uh, a little bit tighter in the home than if uh, kids were in high school. But the community has really stepped up. There's a lot of people who aren't in quarantine, a lot of parents, and they've been incredible. We had a, I had a group of parent volunteers who went to school to collect all of the guys' fill-in and right. bring fill-in to people's homes. Right. Um, oh. It's just like a lot... People are stepping up. To, you know, it, it's really, it's really incredible. I, we have a, we have a family who had a, a bat mitzvah scheduled for this evening that had to be canceled because of the, uh, of the virus. Aye, All aye, the aye. food was already prepared and ordered. Aye. Our parent volunteers are bring are today bringing the food that was already ordered <laughs> and paid for and. And bringing that food to um, to the homes of all of these uh, of all the staff members of both the Esther Academy and Esther High School. It's That's... like people are stepping up and really making this incredible. That is unbelievable. So it was supposed to be a Purim night celebration, right? It was supposed to be a Purim night celebration with hundreds of people. Instead, the family generously gave the. Uh, food to be distributed to the staff of the, stu- of the school. You know what's funny? Unlike after a few snow days, I think all the students are going to be craving to get back to school. You know, <laughs> you, usually, usually the kids are upset after a couple of days off, they actually have to go back. In this case, when you see everybody that first day, it's going to be smiles all over the place. Yeah, that, I think so. Listen, I mean, I there certainly is a con- there's concern that, you know, I think that there are a couple of people who are still like on the mend who are not feeling well. And I think the 99% of our people who are out are, you know, doing, are doing fine, but right. you know, we definitely are mindful of the fact that there are some people who that, are, that also who must are be, not feeling so well. That also must be hard for some of the younger kids. I don't just mean nursery. Yeah. I mean, no, that, that they're, that they're fe- no, but also that they're feeling fine. They have to go through this. You know, it's one yeah. thing when a kid doesn't feel well and they're in bed and they get it, you know, I'm not, I'm not well, I can't leave the house, but it must be, there must be additional frustration when they feel fine and they just can't, yeah. you know, they're, they're just not able to move out of the house. By it's the way, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was going to ask you. No, go ahead. Sorry about that. Just logistically, in terms of tomorrow, I mean, someone in theory who's not quarantined uh, could deliver something to a house and, and literally leave it for them and, and, you know, they'd be able to open their door and pick it up at some point, right? I would assume that in general, like what you just described in terms of food deliveries, that's essentially how it's working, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, that's how it's working. And people who can't, we've instructed families that have everybody on quarantine. Um, they could be, they could fulfill the mitzvah with the shaliyah and right. have somebody else send out their shalach manos. But it's, uh, that's the plan. I think there's going to be a lot of that uh, dropping the shalach manos off and um, ringing the doorbell and running. Not a lot of uh, <laughs> entering and doing the uh, little behind. Understood. Uh, I'll t- and I assume the best thing in terms of thinking of what be what might be with the you know the future weeks and yamim tovim etc. The best thing is to take this day by day. I would assume you're encouraging both parents and kids to you know let let's see what tomorrow brings. We'll take this one day at a time. Yeah, the situation is very fluid. The Department of Health is uh, trying its best to give us guidance, and you know things do change every day. So we're just going to kind of do it, do the best we can. Unbelievable. Well, Rabbi Kroll, it sounds like uh, you and your administration are doing whatever is possible to make every to make his life to make life as comfortable as possible for those students who are going through this. And uh, do you have uh, any idea um, how many households or what percentage of the households with students have the entire household quarantine, or is that a real minority? In a it's sense, a, it's a, no, that's a minority. That would have to be. Um, I mean, if there are some that 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 is only families where. Um, you know, uh, b- both husband and wife, let's say, teach in SAR, uh, and their children go to SAR. I mean, so there's there's definitely a number of them, but uh, it is a minority. All right, understood. All right, well, I take this opportunity to wish you and all the uh, staff, faculty, administration, and, of course, the students at SAR Nursery through 12th grade, Simchat Purim, a very happy Purim. I think just like the Bat Mitzvah girl, years from now, all these kids will tell their children and grandchildren how unusual this Purim was, right? This is not, this is not going to be an ordinary one. Definitely a memorable Purim, no doubt about that. <laughs> to say the least. And I thank you so much for joining us. And, thank you, Nachum. And Chag Sameach. Rabbi Jonathan Kroll, boy, if everybody uh, if everybody in SAR is as positive as he is, then they are really dealing with this experience very well. And we wish everybody, both SAR and all the other schools and neighborhoods that have a lot of people that are uh, under quarantine, and obviously any individual who's in quarantine during this Chag around the world, we wish everybody Simchat Purim. And we do know that um, uh, it, it, things won't be easy. They won't be as easy as usual in terms of uh, Megillah, Mishloach, Manot, and just in general getting through a day where you generally are so sociable and uh, and spend so much of the time with other people. Uh, but as we said, this will certainly go down in history as one of the more unusual Purims. And the most important thing is we should all emerge from this Purim uh, in great health and ready to move on uh, to the next few weeks and the next Yamim Tovim. Uh, that would be the most important thing. So, yeah, it's a difficult situation, and I know I'm, I'm speaking like a big shot because, thank God, I'm not under quarantine with the Ayanara. Uh, but, uh, but the most important thing is everybody get healthy and that the community in general and, of course, everybody affected, uh, both from within our community and outside our community, have speedy recoveries. And uh, for the majority of everybody of who, who, of course, thank God, uh, do not have any of these conditions, uh, they continue to, uh, to, to just stay healthy. Simple as that. Monday morning on this Tanis Esther. Hope your fast is going well. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock as we continue at JM in the AM.